0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: every night we just um come in with an expectant heart knowing that the father's going to be glorified and we pretty much let him do whatever he's going to do so we follow the leading of the holy spirit um most nights we have no clue what messages are going to come out what songs are going to be played we just trust the holy spirit and follow him and you know tonight we actually have a um one of mine and chris's um closest friends um Man by the name of Paul Pintor, um, an amazing, amazing man of faith, an amazing man of prayer, um, amazing man of integrity, um, with an amazing um calling of God and ministry on his life. And so I'm gonna bring Paul in, um, because when Paul prays, um nation shake. You there, Paul? Yes, sir. Okay. So everybody, this is Paul Pensor. Take take it away, Paul. What do you got? Okay. Well, hallelujah.
2: To all the nations, to the kingdom of God. We thank God for this platform that He has blessed us with in the name of Jesus. And we give God all the glory and all the honor. Um as I was speaking with Sean, God gives us all a gift, and if you look in the first book of Peter chapter four talks about serving for God's glory. So let's begin tonight let's pray over this session that it reaches all the nations. That the blind can see The lame can talk The crippled can walk That people's finances Their families That there's restoration And that God get all the glory Heavenly Father We come to you boldly To the throne of grace We thank you God That you are a ever loving God That your mercy And your grace is everlasting We come boldly to the throne of grace, that by the blood of Jesus, that we have a blood bought right, Abba, Father, to just enter into your kingdom presence, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give you all the glory in the name of Jesus, that all the nations will be touched tonight, that your kingdom come, it will be done to everyone that has been led to this blog, talk, radio, Holy Ghost, still, gospel, speaking, broadcast. Father, we thank you that you have given us this platform. We thank you, Lord God. We lift Sean and Chris for all their magnificent efforts. Heavenly Father, to you be all the glory for their work, that you have used them. As it says, in first Peter four ten. Just starting out at seven it says it's serving for God's glory, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. It says, Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Hallelujah. As each one has received a gift, as each one has received a gift, I believe that in my spirit that God has given us all a gift to pray. It's His only; it's the conduit; it's His way of us communicating with Him. So it says, as a, as each one of us has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as if with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Father God, we thank you. For everything that you've done with Prayer International, to every nation, to the kingdom soils, every nation that you have created, Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who have been wired tonight, that you have just poured into their spirit and stirred them to get on prayerinternational.org, Heavenly Father, we just thank you. That, however, you minister, that your angels that are ministering to the souls to the lost, to the sinful, heavenly Father, that Lord God, that your love may manifest here tonight, as we tune in here for those of you that may have prayer requests, we would like to touch tonight. And help those as I was explaining the Sean that we are all sinners guys from someone that comes from a uh, from the other side of the track as you may say um, called out of darkness into the gods in um, his kingdom We are all sinful. And when we ask God to enter into our heart, the Lord Jesus, to change our lives, to become our advocate, when we do that, then sin is no longer enjoyable. Because God just puts it in our heart, He stirs up our spirit. Because His His love manifests in us, to where all the things that we used to do we no longer enjoy that don't line up with His Word. Hallelujah. So, Sean, are you there? I'm here. Um, where as we do this, um. Do we have anyone online? I mean, I I feel like in my spirit that we have people out there that, um, obviously there are people out there, but people that need healing. Um, being, you know, um, first time with you guys with the broadcast here, um, where do I go? Um, or can you look to see if there's any people that need prayer uh, for healing? Any well, kind of healing, any, any
1: kind of prayer. I'm not sure if there's anybody right now in the chat room, but um, I mean, our call in number is 619 638 8458. I know most nights I just start praying and letting the Holy Spirit lead me, and whoever needs prayer, and I just start praying for whoever's out there, whether they're in the chat room or calling in or not. Um, because well, know, we can testify. Well, hey, I'm him because I um,
2: mean,
1: like, we can pray for people in China, even though people we may never talk to those people, and we can still change the nations that way. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, there is one person that
2: I would definitely like to pray for tonight. Um, that God continually opened up doors. That God continually to speak to him. His name is Ronnie Shakespeare. Um, Ronnie is somebody um that I met September last year. His eighteen wheeler was on fire and I just happened to go out see if I could help the gentleman and um one thing led to the next the Lord opened up a door that I was able to lead him to the Lord. This is a man who had DVDs, CDs, Bible on his dashboard. But at 62 years of age, nobody had ever led him to the Lord.
3: He had all the
2: tools sitting right there in front of him, but he didn't use them. And But once he received Jesus in his heart, huh. you know, since then, it's just, you know, he's no longer that old man behind that steering wheel, you know what I mean? Uh, he's now sending out daily devotions on the internet, on Facebook, and God's, you know, that he's now wiped away that first 62 years of his life, 60 plus years, you know, now he's a man of new creature. And, um, you know, so as we all know, it talks about in Mark 4, that, uh, you know, once we receive Jesus, you know, The devil's there to knock on our door to discourage us, and, um, you know, to to place just doubt in our mind, and um, so Ronnie's about a year and a half old. This is Christian Walt, obviously still on the milk, as uh, most of us are, you know. (laughs) It takes a lot of work to get to the, the meat, don't it, Sean?
1: It sure does.
2: You know, so I would like to pray for Ron.
3: I'll let you lead it off
2: if you want. His name is Ron Shakespeare, and and, and I'll I'll come in on the backside of the prayer. But just that God continually minister to Ron, that, that we provide him with, the Lord provides him with angels as he's driving his truck long haul, you know, from coast to coast, mainly uh, from Denver east and from Texas all the way up The Canada, hallelujah
1: Amen Father God, Lord Thank you, Father Your word declares that There is rejoicing in heaven When one sinner comes to repentance, Lord Father, you said There is therefore now no condemnation To those who are in Christ Jesus, Father Who who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, Father So Lord, as it says in Ephesians, Father, we pray for Ronnie, Lord That the eyes of his understanding would be be enlightened Father, that you would reveal to him the hope of your calling, Lord Reveal to him your presence in his life, Father Even when he's striving right now, Father In your name, Lord, we ask that you would reveal your presence to him, Father Holy Spirit Reveal your presence to him, Lord, even when he's striving, Father. Let him understand the intimacy and relationship he can have with you through your love, Father, through your grace, Father. Lord, place an anointing upon his life, Father. Father, I have absolutely no idea what you called him to, Lord, but you do. For your word says that before we were formed in our womb, you knew us. Before we were born, you sanctified us and ordained us. You said that you have written our names on the palm of your hands. And that includes Ronnie right now, Father. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we ask for complete and total blessing on him. In the name of Jesus, Father. We ask for wisdom and revelation in his life, Father, that you would pour out a multitude of blessings on him, Father. Open his spiritual ears and open his spiritual eyes that he can hear your voice, Father. Reveal yourself to him as his his Abba Father, Lord. Reveal yourself to him as as his Savior, Father, as his Master, as his Lord, Father, as his Deliverer, Lord. Reveal yourself to him as a shield and a high tower, Father, as a rock of refuge in a time of need, Father. Father, show him the joy, Lord, that surpasses all our understanding, Lord. For your word declares that in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy, Lord. Father, we ask for you to sanctify him, Lord. Ordain him, anoint him, Father, in your name.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Lord, as we continue to pray for Ron Shakespeare out of Salina, Kansas. Lord, we pray for restoration in his family. Lord, we pray that you put your super on his natural that you touch him in a way, Father, that stirs his spirit. Your word says that you will lead us in our paths, that you will lead the steps of a righteous man. We lift all of his herbal life, all of his weight life, weight loss business along with his on the road, over the road, Long distance driving, Heavenly Father, we lift all of his needs to you. Father, we speak of Psalms 91 prayer over his life, that you continue to provide him with angels, ministering angels, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, that you minister to him, that you lead him, and a godly life that lines up with your word. His family members, Heavenly Father, your word says that if one's saved, that they're all saved. Hallelujah. We ask you, Father, for all the pain, any pain, we bind and we curse all works of the devil. We know that The devil is here to kill, steal, and destroy. And, Father, we bind and we curse the works of the enemy, of the devil, of Satan. We cast you into the sea in the name of Jesus. His shoulders, bursitis, arthritis, all pain, we bind and we curse you, and we cast you out in Jesus' name finances we live to you lord as ron has stood out in faith your word your word says that by faith or without faith it's impossible to please god for he that cometh to god must believe that he is what that you are the redeemer of those that diligently seek you you are the rewarder of those that diligently seek you so father As Ron sows in faith, as he honors you, Lord, with your tithe and offering, as he honors you, Heavenly Father, as he has sown seed of $40 a month, helping us, Heavenly Father, with Prayer International, Blog Talk Radio. Heavenly Father, we bless that seed. We ask you, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you put your blessing on that seed. Because, Father, until we let it loose, Until we let go of what's in our hand, you cannot let go of what's in your hand. As I have continually ministered the principles, the law of the seed, the rotting, that he must get seed in the ground, that he must sow that seed in the fertile soil. Hallelujah. Father, as he has sown seed in our ministry, in the prayer international, in the Diane Nut out of Rockwall, Texas, living in his glory. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you have ministered to Tom, to Ron, and Lord God, we just thank you that you continue to minister to him. We lift all of his needs up to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ronnie if you happen to be on the road And you have called in To the blog talk radio Prayerinternational.org God bless I have no way of knowing That where I'm at being This is my first evening To be live Helping Sowing seed into this ministry In the name of Jesus Knowing that God will bless us As we touched on today, serving for God's glory, everyone that's involved with Prayer International, we want to lift up to God, Sean and his family, Chris and his family, for all the great work that they did and have done over the last past 12 months, all the awesome website work. Um, IP work, technology, from radio, everything that, uh, the Lord has given these young men and women for revelation, hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah,
1: um, you know, I was gonna, um, it reminds me of a story, we have one more person to pray for in a minute, but, um, you know, um, For all y'all who don't know Paul, um, me, Chris, Paul, and a few of our other friends, um, what it seems like almost a a year ago or more, we started getting on Skype um, every night um, for an hour or two, or I don't even remember how long it was, and we would just start praying. Um, It was us, some other people, um, people from other countries, and we would just generate a list of people who needed prayer. And it wasn't always just general prayer. Sometimes it was emergency prayer—people who were in the hospital, people who were dying, people who were whatever. And because you know we trust the Lord, we know what His Word says, where it says, "By your by His stripes we're healed." He said, um, "If we know that He hears us, we know that we have the things we ask." I mean, Jesus said, "If two or more of you are gathered my, together in My name, then I'm there in the midst." And so we would just pray, not because we were going to get anything. But because we knew that we were touching the heart of the Father, and that He was going to touch other people, and we saw people get healed. I mean, constantly. I remember Chris was telling me that, um, and I don't know if he's ever told anybody this on the air before, but he was actually talking to someone on. Oh, that was in another country, um, part of some um, business deal he was working on, and. Um, this man got saved, and um, he had a friend who was in the hospital, who was, um, from what I remember, pretty close to death. And so, Chris literally prayed for this guy, who had gotten saved, and um, and he said, okay, well, and, well, your friend's in the hospital, so I want you to go pray for him. And this guy had only been a Christian for a few minutes, and so Chris had him um, prayed for him. He received the Holy Spirit, and so Chris walked him into that walked him on the phone into that hospital room. The man who had just gotten saved laid, laid his hands on his friends, prayed in the name of Jesus, and his friend got healed. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly how the story goes. And, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, it really doesn't when it comes to prayer. I mean, it says in, what was it, First Corinthians um, one twenty six. it says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, Not many mighty, not many are noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. I mean, even Paul said in chapter 2, he said, um, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except for Jesus Christ and him crucified. And, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are, what your lifestyle has been at. I mean, we're all, um, we were all sinners. We're all redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. This is in Ephesians, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so we're all equals in the eyes of God. We're all forgiven. The Bible says that that Jesus has forever perfected those who are being sanctified which means even though we're still being sanctified, we're being renewed day by day through the Word of God, the Father still sees us as perfect. And it says we all have access into the grace in which we stand. It says in Hebrews to come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted in a time of need. And that's just not pastors and evangelists and people you see on TV. That's everybody. Anybody who is has called upon the name of the Lord, anybody who's given their hearts and their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody has access to the Father. Everybody can lift their voice and pray and intercede for the people around them, for people like I was saying earlier. I mean, you can pray for someone in another nation that you've never been to, that you may never go to, people you've never talked to, and you can just start praying and lifting up nations and seeing change happen and seeing the Holy Spirit take hold of nations and kingdoms because of your prayer. And, you know, we believe the Word of God. It's not about us. It's not about how how good we are or how great we are. It doesn't even really matter what words you use. All that matters is the name of Jesus and the Word of God. And having faith that the Father can do absolutely everything that he said he can do and coming down to the simple trust and just believing him at his Word. Because if you don't pray, then nothing happens. But if you do pray, you have the opportunity to see miracles happen. You know, God said, call unto me in Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you know not of. People like Abraham stood, to, stood in intercession in front of God on behalf of cities, that he would deliver cities, and he interceded. With the Lord, and we have that same honor, we have the same privilege. And in some ways, as Christians, we have the same responsibility when we see the world the way it is around us. We have a responsibility to stand in the gap on behalf of the world, and now on behalf of the nations and the kingdoms and the millions of people who are out there who still don't know the name of Jesus. Like Paul was saying, his friend who was an older man who had never heard the name of Jesus or never had someone lead him to the Lord. He, he knew how to get a Bible, but he didn't have anybody walking up to him telling him that Jesus loved him, which is the main point of the gospel as it says in John 3:16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. It says whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how will they get saved if nobody tells them? And you know you know and that's the biggest thing I was listening to a, a an a missionary um named david hogan who mission who um does ministry works in um south america to aztec tribes and um i talk about him every now and then and he goes to these like um in, in, indigent tribes that may have never seen another human person outside of someone in their own tribe and you know we think in our in the days we live in now that there can't be any of those people left and that this whole world has been saturated with people and there's nobody out there but you know David Hogan was saying that there's literally hundreds and thousands of tribes in South America and in South Africa South um, South America and Mexico alone Tribes that have never even seen another person. No one's ever been in there to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. No one's ever been in there to tell them about the love of the Father. And, it's, and you know, it's the same thing is true for our neighborhoods. I mean, me and Chris and other people have gone doing street witnessing, and I've been shocked to see kids who are 10, 11, 12 who don't even know who Jesus is. I remember one time me and Chris – Were um, One of the first times I ever went street witnessing with Chris And um, I was really new on it So it was sort of hard trying to get used to it But, you know, I walked up to these kids that were sitting on some stairs And I just started asking them if they knew Jesus And, like, one of them said they did And then this one kid who was sitting there Had absolutely no clue who Jesus was And, you know, the Bible says there is no other name given among men by which men may may be saved except for the name of Jesus. I mean, how are you going to have eternal life if you don't know him who died to give it to you? And so we have a responsibility to reach out to the lost. We have a responsibility to pray for the lost. You know, I was saying a couple of weeks ago or something like that that, you know, I've walked down streets and seen people who needed healing, and for whatever reason, I just didn't go pray for him. But it would have only taken 10 seconds. And the question is, if I would have given those 10 seconds, that person's whole entire life may have been changed. And I know it works because I have prayed for people, and I've seen them get healed. Paul's prayed for people and seen them get healed. Chris has prayed for people and seen them get healed. And we're just ordinary, three ordinary people who just love the Lord. None of us are special. We don't have any kind of super amazing anointing upon our lives. All we have is a love for Jesus, and we believe that his word is true, and that if you're willing to actually stand on his word and act upon his word, you'll see things happen. You know, when he told Moses when the children of Israel were trying to escape the Pharaoh's army, he, and they got to the Red Sea, you know, the Lord told Moses to cast down his rod. And, you know, most could have sat there and complained and argued and said, I don't want to do it, or I don't think anything's going to happen. But he didn't. He just cast it down. He trusted in the Lord, and the Red Sea parted, and they were able to escape. And they were delivered. And, you know, even in today's times, you know, sometimes we have to do things. We have to take those steps of faith and trust in the Lord, because the deliverance and the salvation of an entire world is at stake. You know, Jesus said to lift up your eyes and look because the harvest is white and it is and the closer we get to the end times you know that trumpet's going to sound pretty soon and there's still millions of people out there who don't know him and what's it going to be like when we get up there and we stand in front of the king you know it sounds pr- pretty horrible to say it because people say it in church all the time but it's actually true i mean we're going to get up there We're going to stand in front of the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and there's going to be people that we went to high school with or that we were with our jobs with. And we never said anything to them. We had the hope of eternal life. We had the love of the Father and the peace that only comes from God. And people will miss it because no one ever stopped to tell them. No one ever stopped to pray for them. You know, um, sometimes prayer is more important than words. Because I, I mean, I firmly believe that there's never been a movement, there's never been a revival, there's never been anything that's happened on this planet that didn't start with people who were on their knees in prayer. Someone told me once that you know the the real heroes in the kingdom of God aren't necessarily the people you see on TV or the people whose names you've heard of. It's going to be those people who walk into a cafe and see someone on the other side of the room from them, and they just pray for them. Without ever saying a word to him, They just pray for him, and, and those prayers change that person's entire life Without ever meeting them So um, Really fast I'm going to pray for um, For Wendy Wendy has um, an issue Hallelujah. With um, a family member And so Father we'll make this quick Because we trust you Lord And we don't know the whole situation We don't need to know the whole situation Because you do Father Jesus you said that The Father knows every need we have before we even ask him. You know the hearts and the thoughts of men, Father. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask for complete and total peace in this household. In the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, we pray for justice, Father, we pray for your wisdom and your revelation in Wendy's life, Father, that you would quicken her mind, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and let her see the situation in your perspective, Father, and in the name of Jesus, Father, I ask for your will be done in Wendy's life and in this family member's life, Father. Father, I ask for complete peace, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would give her comfort, Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, fill her with your presence, fill her with your peace, in the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, and we ask for your perfect will to be done in their lives, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes it's just as simple as asking for the Father's will to be done. And, you know, that may seem like a cop-out, but, you know, Jesus said it wasn't. He said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Because, you know, when you just trust in his will to be done and you ask for his will to be done, you're not just quoting his words. What you're doing is coming into agreement with him on what he's already declared. You know, that's what healing is. Healing, when you're praying for someone's healing, you're not performing some magical, mystical, anything. What you're doing is coming into agreement with the word of God on what his word has already declared. You know, the Bible says that he exalted his word above his name, Jesus being the word of God. You know, his word, oh, his word is true. His word is powerful. You know, it says the word is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's why James was so adamant when he said your words are living. With them you can speak blessing and cursing. You can speak blessing into someone's life and change the course of their entire life. You know, um, I, I heard a story um, about this minister who was talking, he said that he had this um, situation with God. And, um, and maybe Paul told me this, but um, he was a minister. And, he, and in the town he lived in, there was um, someone who opened up a strip club. Um, and he was horribly offended by it. And so he kept asking for the Lord to curse him and to close it down and to curse him and curse him. And nothing would ever happen. And the God kept, nothing changed. And he couldn't figure it out, and so the Lord said, just bless them. You know, Jesus said, bless those who persecute you. Pray for those who use you and, pers- and, and persecute you and use you, something like that. And so he started blessing the guy and praying for the Lord to bless him and to lead him to him. And the, the guy got blessed, and the business got closed down, and it was gone. And it was just as simple as blessing someone. Amen. So Amen. um Let's see, do we have One of the questions I have,
2: um, Sean. Yes, sir. Concerning Wendy. Yes. Sir. Is
0: uh, has yes, Wendy
2: accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior? Yes, um, she
1: is our most faithful listeners. She is with us almost every single night.
2: Wow, hallelujah! Well,
1: you know God says that.
2: When the day that we receive Jesus in our heart and we become of his kingdom, that he provides his angels. And um, as Papa Moses, as you know, from Cameroon, um, they call it one of the GPR. What's the deal in your car? GPS. shooting sensor? Yeah, GP, <laughs> GPS. GPS. Um, you know, God provides us, you know, in the tongue is life and death. Okay. Um, as you was just saying that you could, you know, and, and I look at my tongue as either weed killer or fertilizer. You know, if my wife walks through the door and I tell her, baby, I love you. You know, she smiles. You know what I mean? If my wife walks to the door and, you know, uh, I was to tell her I didn't do laundry and I didn't cook and, I, you know, whatever, you know, she would be unhappy, you know what I mean? So what I would like to do is everyone, the Bible says if two or three shall gather in his name as touching anything, lifting anything to the Lord, that if we believe it in our heart that whatever, John fourteen fourteen says that anything we ask. Amen. That it shall be done in the Father who is in heaven. Okay? So, um, I would like to call everyone together here. I see Minister Grock there. Um, All of us, men of God, and this woman of God, Wendy, to all hold hands, to stand in agreement, that each of us stand as a point of contact. Here on earth, as we call on God and the God positioning sensor, that He send His angels to wherever Wendy is. Wendy, God is our provider, He is Jehovah Jireh. He looks in everything that we do. So, what I want you to do is put your hands on your heart as we pray for you. So you can feel the supernatural power of the Lord Jesus Christ, that resurrection power. You should be able to feel the heat, the anointing, from all the way from Kensington, Kansas, in the heartland of the United States. As we lift our hands up and our voices, I pray that God sends his angels to you. He says that he will cover you in a cloak, in a prayer of anointing in Psalms 91. that He provides you angels, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we call on your name. Your name says that whatever we ask for, according to your will, that it shall be done in the Father who is in heaven. Your word says that you are not a man that you shall lie. That without faith it's impossible to please you. For he that comes to you, that he that cometh to you shall believe, and that without faith it's impossible to please you. For he that cometh to you will be the rewarder of God. I'm um, excuse me. I, if, if I I'm trying to read what Brittany's uh, saying here, so forgive me. So Lord God. As we stand in the gap and we call out to you, Heavenly Father, we ask you that you send your angels to Wendy, that you comfort her, Heavenly Father. Your word says that thy kingdom come it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to show your face, that you stir up your spirit, Heavenly Father. In Wendy's life, we ask you, Father, that you touch her, that you allow her, to, Heavenly Father, to feel your tangible love in the name of Jesus. Wendy, whatever you're experiencing that's causing you to cry, we bind and we curse all works of the enemy in the name of Jesus, and we cast them to the swine in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wendy, uh, are you in the United States? Or are you in um, the Philippines? Um One of the things that I would like to do, Sean is all of us stand in agreement, as we know brother Chris um, has been giving uh has been given substantial opportunities to forward his uh to move forward in his ministry, not only with prayer international but uh, you know. Um, iTunes, television, radio. Um, I would like to lift um, all of his needs, that God bless him abundantly, more than he can imagine, in the name of Jesus. I see Wendy is from Florida. Hallelujah. Um, (laughs) Wants to live in the Philippines. Depends (laughs) on where. <laughs> you know. Um well Wendy, God bless you. I will just tell you and I think Sean Sean knows my history. Regardless of what the um uh devil puts on your plate, God is our provider. Um, my wife will tell you, um you got to just continue to walk by faith, not by sight. Regardless of what the circumstances are, he is your provider. It says in uh, Jeremiah 33.3 3, that he fights your battles. Just as Jesus, as they were taking him to the cross, you know, he, he, as he told Peter, you know, um, As he told his disciples, you know, what are are you guys worried about? You know, don't you know I can call them my angels? Six legions. Uh, Twelve legions. Over 72,000 angels. But all he he needed is one. (laughs) You know? Um, So... Lift your, open your mouth, lift your knees to the Lord daily, um, um, and God will. He He does hear your prayers. He will provide, irregardless of the circumstances. In His time, He will. As Minister Crox says, He told Abraham, "Fear not, I am your shield." Hallelujah. Amen. So um, Let's pray For Christopher Let's ask God to put an anointing um, A shield of faith Over Garland, Texas um, That he will open up Doors that no man Can open that He will shut the last, close the last chapter of Chris's life, um, so that we can all be a blessing to Him. Hallelujah! Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, boldly. Lord, we thank you that you are such a loving God. Father, we thank you as we all gather. Tonight, this morning for some of us here on your platform, Father, that you provided that through your love and through your revelation you have um, given these men and their wives, your children, your clay, the revelation to build this platform with all of your knowledge, Father. Father, we come to you. And one accord this evening, this day, as we live, Brother Chris and Tracy and their needs, Sean and Rebecca, correct? Yes. Sean and Rebecca. It's been so long since I've talked to you, Sean, that I... (laughs) Forgive me. Here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm sinning live for forgetting. They say that forgetting is a, uh, a sin, too. If you don't blame me, go ask your pastor if you if you got the honor of the Lord with your tithe this week. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you know, Lord, in a loving manner, we just come to you. We thank you that um, you are so loving. I thank you, Father, that everything that Chris and Sean and um, their families have done, That that by by using this platform, it has furthered them into the kingdom, into the kingdom soils. I always love to read on Christopher's Skype page. Um, you know, it always uh, if I can pull it up here. um, Well, they don't have it on there. Um, About how the Lord is calling men and women of God, His children. They'll sold their lives in the kingdom soil. And Christopher has, is, is, since I have been walking with the Lord, I just um, had my fourth birthday, January 3rd, 8.30 a.m., and coming from the financial business, they started talking about profits in church, at First Family Church. Well, I know what a profit is and I know what a loss is. Christopher told me at Dunkin' Donuts what a prophet was. Uh, the young man has a prophetic calling on his life. And here we are today, four years later, um, Chris has got 20 years under his belt of walking with the Lord. And we we we, we thank God that he's going to take Chris into every nation that God has created. We thank God that he's going to take Sean, into every nation that God has created because God has spoken in over their lives. Um, this platform, as you see, heavenly father, and for those of you listening, um, for those that, that, that may have a doubting Thomas spirit, you're looking at the real fruit here. You know, the Bible says in Matthew, it talks about it in seven, 15, 16, that, you know, a man buys fruit. Um, so, Father, we thank you as we lift all the needs of these young men and these young women's ministry, that you put your super on their natural, that you take them into every nation that you created in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we ask you that you pour out your spirit on their finances. Heavenly Father, we call in the finances for this ministry, for the radio broadcast, for for all the television, for any internet, and for any iPad, any texting uh, um, uh, that they do, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, Sean.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Um, we actually got one more prayer request. We got, Well, actually, we got two more prayer requests we need to get to um, if you got the time. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm on. I got. I got all the time in the world. Okay, I'm gonna bring this this lady on. Um, her name's Christian, and she needs prayer. So hold on one second. You there, Christian?
3: Yes, I am. Okay. Hi. Um. I. I'm calling for prayer because I have a lot of um family members that I feel um need to spend time with, and I'm not. I'm not clear on how to how to divide up my time, I guess. And um, also just need some physical healing also.
2: What was the last part?
3: Um, some healing. I've had uh, a little bit of a problem for a few months, and I just am asking God to just take care of it because we don't have the best health insurance right now. And... um. I'm just I'm just believing that he's gonna do something.
2: Okay. Um, all right. Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Absolutely. Hallelujah. More than more important to me than anything that anyone within a, within a ten second um. Anyone from 10 feet 10 seconds uh, 10 words from us At least me And I know Prayer International We want to make sure that everyone has repented Everyone has confessed their sins They have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior um, In the name of Jesus It's the most
3: important, it's um, the most important thing in the world because Hallelujah. it affects someone's destination, uh, not only here, but their eternal destination, either to be with Christ you know, or I, separated from him. And right. I want to be with him.
2: Right. I, I happen to be in the uh, heartland. I'm up in Kansas, and there's a lot of churches up here. I'm in a, in a Lutheran community. And they're the most wonderful people in the world. Uh, And uh, a lot of them didn't know that that they believe in baptism. But they didn't know that John 3.3 talks about how we have to receive Jesus as our Lord um, in order to enter the kingdom. So that's why I ask you, um, Sean, yes, um, because... Me and my wife and Sean and Chris, um, you know, God called me out of the darkness in his royal priesthood. And for some reason, he dropped me in a Pentecostal church. And uh, I saw Dr. Tim Story, Morris Cirillo, um, um, Dr., uh, Dr. John Ogle, Jerry, I saw all these guys Benny Hinn, laying hands on people, people falling over, so you know, I didn't know any better. I started laying hands on people.
0: <laughs> Amen. And
2: hallelujah. People were getting healed, he'll use anyone. Let me tell you, Amen. if God'll use me, he'll use anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what Chris um, uh, uh, started that.
3: I just started doing uh healing ministry actually.
2: Amen. Where is it on what I would like for you to do,
3: okay, mm-hmm.
2: God has allowed us to lay hands on people. Me and Pastor Chris went to go lay hands on a gentleman and pray for him. that had been in a wheelchair for 12 years, and God told us that it was his kidneys. We went home. We prayed about it. God said it was his kidneys. We prayed over his kidneys. God gave him new kidneys, and he's walking today. You know, uh, I guess I could sit here for an hour and tell you all kinds of Crazy, um, just supernatural miracles that God has done because He's a loving God. He wants to heal us. And, um, so wherever you hurt on your body, okay, whether it's your eyes, it, sometimes it, I, I, I like the zebra I wind, I like the bullseye, but if it's something that you can't tell for whatever reason, that's fine. Um, but
0: uh it's heart,
3: that
2: way we it's, can uh, heartburn. heartburn. Heartburn and then like hurting when I
1: swallow. Yep. Okay. Sean, you want to start out? <laughs> uh, I'd
3: love to. Oh,
2: Father, in the
4: Hallelujah. name of Jesus Christ.
1: <clears throat> Lord God, your word declares, Father, that by your stripes we are healed, Lord. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. Right now, complete and total healing over her body. In the name of Jesus, Father, we command every organ to line up according to your word, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we command this heartburn to go right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We command command every problem of swallowing to disappear in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching her right now, Father. According to your word, Lord, we give you glory and honor, Jesus, for healing her, Father, in your name, Father. You know what? i got to do this. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Father, you have put a mantle upon her life, Father. You said... A man will plan his ways, but the Lord directs his steps, and the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord Father. Lord you said you gave gift to men, gifts to men by your Holy Spirit, Father. But most importantly, you gave us us, Lord. So, Father, for Christian right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you would increase the mantle that you have put on her life, Father, the healing and ministry, Father, the healing and anointing that you have put on her life, Father. I pray you give her the spirit of faith, Father, the gift of faith, Lord, so that she would be able to believe in the impossible, Father. Father, the gift of miracles, Father Supernatural miracles, Father That would happen through her hands, Father In faith, Father, in your word and in your name, Lord Holy Spirit Increase the anointing in her life, Father In the name of Jesus, Father Amen
3: Thank you Go no
1: for it, Paul Thank you.
2: Amen What I want you to do Is because We serve such a loving God we are his plague, and he's the potter. Mm-hmm. And John fourteen fourteen says that anything we ask, Amen. Psalms 103 3 says that he healed all diseases. It's a dis-ease. And when Jesus went to the cross, there was victory. Um. We now live in victory because of what took in place at Calvary. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so just hold your hands on your throat, on your stomach, as we lift all your needs to the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you have chosen us as your children, to stand in the gap at the point of contact here from the United States, out of Dallas, Texas, and Kansas, Heavenly Father, as we preach the gospel today, that your word heals, because you are not a man that you should lie, Heavenly Father. We stand in the gap. It says in Ezekiel. It says in Jeremiah that you fight our battles. It says in John that anything we ask in Jesus' name, that it shall be done. It says in Peter that by her, by Jesus' stripes, she's healed. Heavenly Father, as we lay hands on her, Lord God, I call on your name. I call on your angels, your ministering angels. We send you to this young lady, to your darling daughter, Heavenly Father. We bind and we curse the spirit of fear. We bind and we curse the spirit of doubt. We bind and we curse acid indigestion. We bind and we curse sore throat. We bind and we curse any diseases. In Jesus' name, we cast it to the sea. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we lift this daughter to you because your word says that by Jesus' stripes she's healed Your word says to call upon me, and I will answer you. Your word says, Heavenly Father, that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heavenly Father, we lift her up. That we experience tonight your heavenly love, your healing love. Your throat. If you lay hands on your throat right now, in the name of Jesus, do you feel the warmth in your throat? Mhm, yes, you feel that warmth Mhm Say thank you, Jesus, Thank you Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank One you, thing Lord. that you couldn't understand. It's the resurrection power of Jesus that heals you. It's not me, it's not Chris, it's not Sean. It's our faith. The Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please God. You know, what he does is he joins up him him, the Lord Jesus with our faith. And when we call things, the word says in the tongue is life and death. We speak life. Into your throat We speak love We speak healing In the name of Jesus In your throat Amen Amen just, just two, three days ago I was on a job over here And I kicked a board It was still nailed down on this house We was tearing down And a big nail went through the end of my boot Right through the top of my second toe Not my big toe But my second one and it went all the way in the end of my toe and up underneath my toenail and then out the top of my toe. <laughs> and I pulled my foot off that board, and in my spirit, it kind of got stirred up because I knew something happened. So I, I I I just had to curiously go pull off my boot. And, I, and when I pulled it off, I saw that that nail went in the end of my toe, up underneath my toenail, out the top of my toe him, the guy that owned the house but "What happened?" And I told him, and he came over there and looked, and he walked away, going, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know what? I, I said, "In the name of Jesus." And I can honestly tell you today, I didn't have any pain. I put mm-hmm. my, um, I, I, I grabbed. Uh, I told him, I said, "Go get me the chainsaw. We pour some gas out of it." I said, "This is redneck painkiller." And we poured some gas on there in the name of Jesus to make sure that Rusty nails didn't didn't do nothing. And in and my mind now, he said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to have my wife lay hands on it and it be healed. And that's what I did.
4: <laughs> my wife thought, oh, my gosh.
2: You know, she laid hands on it. She started praying in tongues in the name of Jesus. And you know what, my, my, my toe, as you can see, it. I got the toenail off of it now, and it still don't hurt. Um, mm-hmm. But God heals.
3: Yes, he does. And
2: has. I want you to send your testimony in of what God did for you tonight so that all nations can see that, that we uh, serve a loving God, and he does heal. Uh, God mm-hmm. has, uh, me, and, me and Chris and Charlotte all started a long time ago on Skype. And we saw people that had, one of my flying son was to die that night, God, uh, in 2010, um, God uh, got the flu, and it went to a spinal cord, and, you know, blood infection, lungs were shut down, and I asked him, he asked me if I knew how to pray, because of some of my language that I use, you know, God bless, or what have you, and we ended up praying for the young man. I still have all the stuff on, on the um, Skype. And he healed his son, six-year-old son.
0: Amen.
2: So, um, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Don't, do not look for any pain. Don't welcome it back. Don't look for asking the you know, if, if it happened to reoccur, you just lay your hands on your stomach and you say, God, your word says that you are not a man that you shall lie. I command that pain to go in Jesus' name. I am healed. Do not claim it in the name of Jesus. It's, Amen, It's so much
3: son. easier to believe, believe for other people than for yourself. Isn't it funny? I, well, I'm just getting new to this. So, But I have been I've been praying for um, my mother and commanding this this cancer to go And the cancer cells are all dead They're all yes. dead So that really Amen. That really encouraged me a lot and, and I know God will God is taking care of this for me And I'm not going to worry about it anymore
2: You know that When Jesus I always looked at the uh, Centurion Gentleman That came up to Jesus and he says, hey, you know, he, he runs up to Jesus, you know, like me or you would walk up to somebody. You know, you got to understand, don't don't look at me like I'm a preacher or nothing. I'm just a crazy guy that God called out of darkness into his royal priesthood, and he slapped some anointing on me, and I didn't know it, and I went out and I used it, and it worked.
4: <laughs> okay?
2: But that satyrian faith, you know, God uses you to stand in the gap just like he used Jesus when the satyrian soldier came up to Jesus, he says, hey, you know, Jesus said, oh, well, let's go, you know, back then he said, let's rock home. and the centurion gentleman said, oh, no, you know, I, you know, like, well, I, I can't, you can't come to my house, you know, and Jesus says, well, why not, he's all, you know, you know, you know, you know, my, you know, my wife hadn't cleaned, and, you know, the, or I hadn't cleaned the house, and what have you. And Jesus he said, he said, look, he said, Jesus, he said, just pray for him. And he says, I know when I get back, he'll be saved. So that's what we call the satyrian faith. It's Matthew eight eight. That's how he healed my mother-in-law's uh, abscess tooth. Mm. You know, all the x-rays in the world, all the family members said, oh, you know, the, the, the x-ray was wrong. When you stand in the gap and God uses your faith, just as he did the woman on Mike Simons, Dr. Mike Simons, Promised Land Television Network, he used a woman in Austin, Texas to stand in the gap. And while he prayed for her there at the tent revival, her mother got healed in San Antonio. So the same faith they used, if you have the faith of a mustard grain seed. Mm Mm-hmm. Just say them out and be removed That's what they're saying here Smash 240 So Sean Yes sir
3: I don't You know I uh,
2: you, you gotta forgive me a little bit You know um, I don't have 20 years in the books
5: You know I don't <laughs> have
2: 4,000 Laps you know But I, one thing I do know I have what you call Rusty faith
3: I don't know how
2: it works. I know it isn't me. I know it's God. But God knows my heart. And, uh, you know, he called me out of darkness. If there's anyone that's ever lived in darkness because of my decisions that I made, uh, he called me out of darkness. And he threw me into a Pentecostal church. That's where I met Chris. And then Chris turns me on to this gentleman. When I there was no way I could be in 170 nations, and he he introduced me to Sean. And because Sean, I'm on LinkedIn, and now I'm in I'm in just about every nation that has the internet right now. Man, I can let yeah. you listen to a prophetic word where God said that He was going to take me to all nations, that I would not only prosper in this in this nation. In cities of this nation, but in all nations. I thought, you know, come on now. (laughs) God is not a man that he's going to lie. So, I thank you. Um, um, Amen. My grandfather overcame two cancers. Hallelujah, Wendy. And what is your name? Kristen. Kristen? And where are
3: you Mm -hmm. from? Outside of Hartford. Are you from the U.S.? Yes.
2: Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, was you able to see um Ronnie Howard Brown when he was up in your neck of the woods?
3: Um, no, I wish I had, but the last person I saw um was I I saw Jesse Duplantis um not too long ago and um I think he's probably the only famous person... We went to see the Copelands um, in Branson in 2004. Hallelujah. and But um, the Lord actually hooked me up with a guy that is on YouTube who does healing ministry here and all over the world. He's not famous yet, but he has a home group, and I've been going to that every Wednesday night um, to learn about healing ministry. And um, just how to do it and how to believe God. And I'm taking a guy with a brain tumor on on a Saturday for healing prayer. And his name is Rick, and he is a believer. And I am um, just standing uh, for my mom too. She the cancer cells she had non Hodgkin's lymphoma, and all of the cells are dead after one round of chemo. So she's doing great um, She doesn't yet know Jesus as her savior But I'm believing God She's allowing me to pray for her And you know she appreciates it And I'm believing that he's going to do a mighty work In her life
1: Amen Hallelujah You know Amen.
3: I have an idea God bless you guys I really appreciate your being there
1: Hey do you want to stay on for a minute Christian Sure Okay, well, we have uh, Smash240 who is in our chat room who is also calling in for prayer. So if you want to join in with us and help pray for him, um, okay. I'm going to bring him in, Paul. He needs healing, so hold on one second. Are you there, Smash240? Hello? Oh, hold on. I think I messed that up.
6: Okay, Look at all the guests that you have
1: tonight. <laughs> Are you there, Smash240?
6: Yep, I'm here.
1: Okay, so um so tell us what's going on. What do you need prayer for?
6: Um I have this I have this skin problem that I had all my life and I went to a whole bunch of different doctors and they all say, Oh, it's a genetic thing and there's no cure and I don't believe that. I believe that Jesus can heal me. Amen.
3: Is it called eczema?
6: Um they have a whole bunch of different names for it All doctors have given it different names Because they can't tell me what it is So I just say skin problem
3: Okay
1: Well do you want to start us off Christian?
3: Um What's your name please? Your My first name's, name's Joe or... Joe okay uh, God knows who you are Joe Heavenly Father we just lift up Joe Before you Lord And um He has a skin problem, Lord God We just ask you, Lord That um, you would just totally remove this problem, Lord God Father, we just um, plead the blood of Jesus over him Over this skin disorder This inflammation Um, we, We come against the spirit of infirmity We command it to go in the name of Jesus We come against the spirit of trauma We command it to go in the name of Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we we come against the spirit of fear and we ask we we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to just touch him in a mighty way. That you that your name would be glorified. We ask that Amen. every spell would be renewed in Jesus' name.
1: Do um,
2: you have any olive oil? You don't matter. You got any transmission oil?
6: Any kind of oil? Yeah, I have oil. About
2: okay, you want to go get you some oil, no matter what kind.
6: Okay. Um, okay, I have some now with me.
2: Well, you know, the Lord must have had you sit up right there next to some oil. He knew that you was destined to be healed tonight, didn't he? <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to smash that skin disease tonight. Jesus is. Um,
3: I've had
2: warts, all kinds. I've had moles on my head. Chris's is uh, with Prayer International. His wife had a mole on her neck, and it looked like a number two eraser. You don't know Chris's wife, but she's about 5'1". She's not even that. She's probably 4'10", 4'11". She weighs 85 pounds now. And, you know, she's meaner than a Rottweiler, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she's a a tough woman, and she's full of love, and I say that in a nice way. But she had that mole on her neck like a number two eraser, And she said it used to make her mag, and every time people would talk to her, they'd always be looking at that mole, and they wouldn't look at her in the eyes. And she went out one night, and she kept commanding, in the name of Jesus, I bind you, I curse you, every cell, every skin cell, every seed, every tentacle, in the name of Jesus, I bind you, I curse you, and I command you to die in Jesus' name. Well, the next morning, if I remember the story right, I'll probably butcher it up, but um, we're still going to get the point across She was, you know, making the bed up But she was kind of looking under the covers And everything, and Chris said, what are you looking for? She said, oh, nothing <laughs> she, she didn't want to she went, she went and looked in the mirror And that Mo was gone <laughs> So February 4th last year Okay uh, it, it was It was the last year, it was, my wife was still in Dallas I was already in Kansas I had this mole up on top of my head, and uh, almost at the crown, but when my wife would use the comb to cut my hair, she'd always hit that mole. And it was just long enough that, you know, that old gorilla in me would come up, and I'd, you know, because she'd always hit it. Well, when, when, when I heard her testimony, I thought, wow. So I, I sit in front of my mirror. I bind you and I curse you. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Every seed, every tentacle, every root in the name of Jesus, die. Well, I got a little hole in the top of my head now. <laughs> I've I got a wart that came up on my right forearm. We was going down to Hayes, Kansas, and I had uh, WD-40 on my list, but I've been praying for it. And when I went to look at that for that Mo, you still see where it was. It's gone. Mm. So, you know, God is really crazy. He is an awesome God. He wants, all he wants us to do is believe. And if you believe, you receive. Hallelujah. You know, I'm not no preacher. You know, I'm not no preacher. Okay? I, I just have a love for God, he, he's healed me, he's called me out of darkness, and he's put me in Chris's life and in Tracy's life, and, uh, I mean, he's put all kinds of people that have laid hands on me to go all the way back to Catherine Kuhlman, okay? So, Chris, um, Sean, yes, um, Kristen, let's all of us stand in agreement. I want you to lift that oil up in your left hand, okay? Lord Jesus, we lift this oil to you in the name of Jesus. We all stand here on this platform. Heavenly Father, Lord, we give you all the glory. May this testimony that gets called in, may this testimony be the seed root cause. Father, of all the healings, so that everyone can see in every nation of the kingdom dirt. That if two or three shall gather, is touching anything, Heavenly Father, that it shall be done of the Father who is in heaven. Heavenly Father, as we stand out in faith and we lift this olive oil to you, we ask you that John the Baptist, the same now River. That same Holy Ghost water That your anointing Pour out into this oil I want you to get that oil And I want you to just put it on you Wherever Okay Lord Your word says That by Jesus' stripes We're healed It says that you heal all diseases As I stand here, Heavenly Father, as a man of faith Someone that you called out of darkness into your royal priesthood, Heavenly Father We call on your name We call on the ministering angels, your word says, by salvation We call on the skin doctors of heaven We call on the GPS We send out a GPS for the skin doctors of heaven, your angels as we lay laying this oil on us in faith, because your word says it without faith. In faith, we stand here, Heavenly Father. We apply this oil on our bodies, Heavenly Father, that your anointing will pour out over this young man's life, Heavenly Father. We bind and we curse all the language that he has heard from these doctors. In the name of Jesus. As we lay hands on him, I want everybody to lay their hand on their arm. Lord God, this is your hand. We are the flame, you are the potter. This is the voice of the Lord, says, Thus says the Lord. Heavenly Father, we bind and we curse this skin disorder. We burn every skin cell. Every seed, every tentacle, every root, in the name of Jesus, we cover it in the blood. That every white blood cell, every red blood cell, in the name of Jesus, that it will align according to your word, says the Lord of Israel. Heavenly Father, this day we call on your name as we give you all the glory, Heavenly Father. Because your word says, that by Jesus' stripes, he's healed. We walk as the in, in victory, not as a victim, Heavenly Father, so that you will get the glory. Yes, God. Smash? Yep. I want to say thank you, Jesus.
6: Thank you, Jesus.
2: Amen.
5: Now, Smash,
2: do you know that God has a great plan for your life? Has anyone yes. approached that he loves you and he has a great friend for your life? Do you yes. know right now, as you receive this healing, that you're going to go to Amen. heaven? Yes. And why is that?
6: Because Jesus went to the cross for everyone's sins. He died and he rose again. Right. And through his blood, we are saved from Satan. Amen.
2: And you have repented, you have confessed your sins, and you have asked Jesus to come dwell in your heart. Have you not?
6: Yes, I have. Hallelujah. I want you to thank
2: God for your healing. I want you to look at your your healing. Sometimes God does it immediately. Next time I see Sean, of course, I'm going to be able to show him all kinds of healings on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I used to look like an old uh, total van that went end over end and rolled. You know what I mean? And God cleaned me up, and he I mean I, he he's healed me, teeth, all kinds of things. Um, out of curiosity, could you feel the anointing?
6: Um, I don't know. This is the first time okay. I um called in like this to. This specifically.
3: Well, I just want to encourage you. Even if you didn't feel anything at all, God still God's power is still there. I had a disease a number of years ago, um, actually 2005, 2006. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, a disease where there is no cure for it. And it, Joan Hunter prayed for me in, um, and in 2008. I was completely healed. When she was praying over me, I didn't feel anything. She seemed like a normal mom, and I didn't feel any heat. I didn't feel any electricity, but something changed, and um, the next time it rained, nothing hurt. It was a disease like um, like arthritis of the muscles, almost like pain all over your body, especially right before it was going to rain and when it was raining. And um, it's totally disabling. And I'm just saying, I'm not disabled in any way. I have kids. I drive them to school. I go to college. I am out and about doing things for God. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, gee, maybe this didn't happen. Like the like the uh, the speaker was saying, um,
0: sometimes healing
3: is gradual, and but it still can come because it's still from God. And sometimes it's instantaneous, and it's all from God. Kristen, you yes. want to,
2: I'll tell you a funny story but me and my wife. Um, you know, God ordained us, but our uh, ministry credentials are with Hunter Ministries. Um,
3: oh, that's uh, nice. In
2: that's 2008, nice. In October of 9, uh me and my Praise wife were God. ordained there,
3: and uh, God. so Her mother and father.
2: Was.
3: I did. Really, I got an email. I got an email from somebody who said, go to this church, and I was the only non-Asian person, I think, in the church, except for her. And, um, yeah, she said, I came to Connecticut to heal people from fibromyalgia, six people. And I invited a friend who also had it. We didn't know she was there for that. And um, the other woman didn't go. She said she was too tired to go. But I went, and she kept calling, you know, calling people forward and um she she laid hands on me and she said she saw swords stuck in me and she pulled the swords out and Amen. that was it and then God did it. Amen. God did it.
2: Well you know on your healing, um, no matter where you go, always as as Joan Hunter will tell you, don't look for the disease. Amen. Look for the healing. Because the what Amen. the enemy wants to do, he wants to turn your mind to where you start looking for the disease instead of looking for the healing. Don't let your mother when you go tell her tomorrow that you was on Prayer International and you got healed last night because the yes. devil's gonna jump on your mother or he's gonna jump on your grandmother or he's gonna jump on your doctor, you know. We have eyes to see, ears to hear, feet to walk. So you gotta Whenever you walk in your life with this healing now, you know you gotta use discernment on where you place your ears,
6: because the devil's gonna
2: want to place people in your path that's gonna want to put that disease back on you.
6: Yeah. The devil wants to lie, steal, and destroy. Absolutely.
2: Hallelujah! You know uh, the the word says that by the blood of Jesus and the words of your testimony you're set free. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you
0: know. Well, I'm
3: I'm I'm fine. I actually didn't tell her. The only person that really that I told others were his close friends and my husband. And I actually had another baby in 2009, so I um, you know, I'm bending over putting her in the tub. And before with my other child, she had to take showers since she was a baby because I couldn't bend over to wash her. I mean, she, you know, as soon as she could. As soon as she could stand up, she had to take a shower instead of being in a tub. So, um, yeah, this baby is being, you know, carried and washed and in the tub, and I'm bending. Nothing hurts. I'm just saying this was 2008 that she prayed over me. I had the baby in 2009, and it's 2012. I'm 44 years old, and I am healed.
1: Man.
3: Uh, in,
2: in, uh, when, when did you see her In 2008 She came to
3: West Hartford, Connecticut To an Asian church in 2008
2: 2008 Yeah, yeah I sent her
3: funny. an email about my testimony And a doctor Has, has uh, medically Confirmed it Said I find no Hallelujah. trace of it In your body No trace of it, no sign of it and when he was saying it, he's a Muslim. I knew that it wasn't him that was saying it; it was the Lord. And because he had never—he was a new doctor. He had—he didn't know me when I was really sick, and I had two different physicians diagnose it.
2: Hallelujah! What's up, uh, John? The young yes. man that's very close to uh, Joan Hunter and those guys, Joshua. Yes. The gentleman from Canada. Yeah, I think you are talking about gold dust um, um, and everything. Um, Well, we had we got a lady from our church in Dallas, um, Mona, and um, Joshua Mills, and she went down to Houston to see Joshua Mills. Everyone ought to go look at Joshua Mills. You know, he has uh, precious gems, gold, you know, and, you know, so, you know, this is how we got involved with Joan Hunter and her mother and father before they passed. You know, when you hear about people getting covered with gold dust and they ask you, you know, uh, you know we had a couple in our um, church that got gold teeth. And, you um,
3: said Joshua you know, Mills? Joshua Mills? Mills. I talked uh-huh. to him tonight.
2: Really? African American <laughs> guy. This is this is a no, this boy is Snow White.
3: Okay. All uh,
2: right. Has a phenomenal ministry. Um and so you know, when you hear the goat ducks, we went down there and we met with uh, the the we went through all the certification and went through, you know, week and a half or what have you of the uh ministry, miracle services with you know, Francis Hunter and her husband. And, um, of course, Joan was helping. Um, um, and, you know, talking about Snow White. <laughs> well, Joshua Mills, I, I, if you see him, I mean, that boy's just, he, he definitely, you can tell he's from the Iceland, okay? Because, um, you know, they, where he's at, they don't lay out in the sun very often, you know, because you know. I see him now. The, I
3: see him on the Internet. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, 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 you I talk, talk about I it. God's I forgot you tonight. That's yeah. funny.
2: So, um, uh, Minister Grock, I was they, they, they sent over a, a caption to me a while I go. I'm trying to figure out how to figure, use this so I can respond to Sean. But Minister Groc was needing some prayer. Um, he liked that Snow White, um, comment, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, jo- Joshua Mills, he 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 could, he could use a little bit of tan bed. <laughs> we should pray for him, huh? Hallelujah, Sean. <laughs> yes, we should.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, I I will say this, if, if, while we're all on the line, you know, if, if we cannot have fun doing what we're doing, then we're wasting our time. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, um, I was listening to your, the way this young lady preaches, uh, the way she prays, and it's the love of Jesus that you hear come through her voice, you know, and and it's the love of Jesus that sets us free, right, and heals us. Um, going back to Smash, Smash, you keep thanking God for the miracle. I don't know how you found Prayer International, but you keep, you Keep thanking God. It may be a week. You know, they talk about the blind man when he when when they t- took him to the uh, pool of Siloam, yeah. and Jesus laid hands on him. He spit, and he slugged some mud in his eyes. and said, "Now walk two miles to the pool of Siloam." Now, did Jesus heal him
6: then? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Mm, it might it, it he healed them then but it it took time.
2: Yeah, we, we that's the question that we all talk about that as he told him to lead blind and walk two miles and pull us along, as he walked in faith, you know, those scales were removed from his eyes or whatever the blindness was, that by the time he got there, you know, he wasn't thirsty no more, was he? Nope. Um, you know, so, you know, you need uh I would tell anyone that you could go to uh, Joan Hunter's website. She's got some great books on how to heal the sick. And, you know, prayer is prayer. But I believe that if you can align your prayer into language that's according to God's word... It's like a dartboard. But, you know, there's people like me that came out of darkness. Mm -hmm. I just started laying hands on people and praying, and I didn't know how to pray. And God healed them, you know. So uh, are are you with me on that, Sean? Yes, I am. (laughs) You know, hey. So um, please send your testimony in, Smash. Um, As soon as you wake up... You start looking under the sheets For that skin cells That fell off in your healing Let, let us know Okay So God can get all the glory okay Will do <laughs> And keep coming online I will Um Uh Let's Sean we need to pray for Minister Grock Has hey, Christopher Came online Is he just sitting back enjoying himself he just got here two seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, I live with you
5: guys and I uh, just you know, we've been listening for a minute, I'm I'm live with you right now, Paul.
2: Hallelujah. Isn't that funny? The Lord just put in my spirit. Christopher.
1: Where where's Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris Mr. Groc needs um, Mr, Croc. Mr. Croc. He um he actually um he was He's unemployed, he's having some financial issues, and you know, the, you trust the Lord forever, and the Lord's always provided, and you've seen His, his grace and His mercy, so yeah, you want to pray for him?
2: Sure. That'll work. Yeah. Where,
1: where, where are you from?
2: Uh, where's this gentleman from? Uh, Is he from Cameroon?
1: I don't think so. Where are you from, Minister Grock? I'm actually typing it into the chat room right now. Um, Ghana, uh, he, Minnesota, I believe. Minnesota, MN. All right. Is
5: that
1: Min- Minnesota or Mon- oh, yeah. Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Minneapolis,
2: Minnesota. Yes. Okay. I, 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 that play? might have been Minneapolis, like Malaysia. <laughs> Hey Christopher. All right. Yeah. Um, we was we was uh, talking, Christopher, about that. You remember that uh, mole that the God healed on your wife's neck?
5: Yeah, she she referred to it as a skin tag, I believe. Yeah,
2: I do actually. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was telling these guys earlier when your wife was telling me how she dealt that. Moe to get up off there and die in Jesus' name. Well February fourteenth back when my wife was back in Texas, I was telling that mole on my head to die in Jesus' name. Now I got a little hole right there where it used to be. And I always had people I always tell people and and, and they stick their little finger in that hole where it used to be. You know what I mean? the same thing with my, my wart on my Yeah.
5: Well... You know, um, the the um, thing is, iron sharp as iron, yeah. we're supposed to testify. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So when we testify, it builds faith in others to go out and do likewise, you know, to go out and I mean. use their faith. man. then, you know, that's the beauty of it. It multiplies. Oh, oh,
1: okay. Amen. Amen. I mean.
5: Well, let's pray for Minister Grog.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. All right. Well,
5: Father, right now we just pray for Minister Grock, Father. And we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor of Jesus. And we just pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would just surround him right now, Father. Lord, we pray that you would empower him by the Holy Spirit to go forth and do great and mighty things. Lord, we pray that you would give him ears to hear what your Spirit is saying, Father, in this. Lord, this pivotal season of his life, Father Lord, we pray, Father, that he would have an ear to hear Lord, we just pray, Father, that you would put a sharp word in his mouth This year, Father God That, Father, as he begins to declare the word of the Lord Father, you'll make a path for him As he begins to go forward in the things that you've commanded him to do As he obeys your instructions, Father God I thank you, Father, that you're going to begin to solve all his crisis, you're going to begin to give him solutions for the problems that he's facing this year as he obeys the word of the Lord. And, Father, I pray, Lord God, you've given him eyes to see, Lord God, what's coming ahead of him. So I pray that he would be sensitive this year to your leading. I pray that he be sensitive to the discernment that you've given him, Father God, Lord, the cautioning of God. And so, uh, Minister Grock, if you're listening, I just say this, be very sensitive to the cautionings of God this year. There's going to be uh, things that the Lord's going to tell you uh, concerning different relationships, uh, business-wise, concerning ministry relationships, and you need to be very sensitive because sometimes not everything is as it appears. And so just be very, very sensitive Yeah, exactly the, As the Holy Spirit cautions you uh, Concerning different people in, in your walk right now uh, Just just be open to those things Be very prayerful to listen to the word of the Lord And so also, Father, we just pray for Minister Groff Lord, as he declares your word And he ministers Father, you said um, you would make room for a man, Lord, the, the giftings of God in a man's life would make room for him, that where you God you would provide, Lord. And as he preaches your word, we pray that finances would come into him, Lord, that you would give him opportunities to make wealth. Father, your word says that you give power to make wealth. And we stand on the word of God tonight concerning him and declare, Father, that you're giving him ability, you're giving him opportunity. Lord that all the seed that he's planted into the ground will begin to begin to spring forth this year and not be dormant. And we just declare all the mountains in his life that are blocking him from the blessings of God would be cast off into the sea. That Lord you would begin to change his belief system Concerning His inheritance I pray that he would I pray that he would Obtain his inheritance this year Lord And we just Call that in Father for him We thank you Lord That this year many opportunities Financial opportunities Coming in to that Minneapolis area Father Make a way for him Make a way for him
2: Hallelujah. One of the things I can say, uh, Chris, and both of y'all know who uh Brian Clift is, but Brian Clift in many situations um in his ministry, um, you know, and he's a gentleman that was even in television ministry, though he was the keyboard player. But Brian was in plenty of situations um, where he needed for God to pour a supernatural blessing into his life. And typically in most cases for Brian, you know, the devil knows if he can close the door on our finances that he can disrupt our faith. Um, and one of the things that I could say, whether it's this ministry or some other ministry, but even if you had to go sell a VCR, um, as Brian would say, and of course this goes back into the nineties, you know when VCRs had you know some good money to them, but he said if you you know he, he said you, you you've got to sow where you want to go, um, and to break that curse Because If Jesus sees your faith You know Until you let go of what you got in your hand You know God can let go of what he's got in his hand And You know So I would tell you And and I'm going to tell you As a man that's doing it right now As I'm speaking to you I'm I'm doing a first fruits offering uh, I'm helping a gentleman I'm sowing my time uh, Over a week's worth of time with him you know, because another gentleman, I know that we turned on to this guy for a job, and, you know, it didn't work out good. And so, you know, I, I want to keep my word good with him. And so I'm sowing into this friend's life of mine right now because I want him to see that not everybody out there um, is going to take advantage of it. And as I've told him, i said, this is going to be my first fruits offering for the year. And blame me, I'm normal now, don't get me wrong, that that old man yesterday came up in me and I threw a board across the platform of this house that we was working on because I got mad that, that this idiot didn't treat my friend right. But I told my friend, and and this is a man that, you know, he's not really, you know, he's he, God's working on him, Okay. And I told him what was going on because he, he just don't understand why in the world I'll be out there helping him, you know, in this cold weather we got out here. Um, but I told him, I said, you know, because I want you to know, you know, that, that God is my provider. Even though I may not be getting paid, he's going to provide, and this is my first fruits offering to the Lord. He said, well, what's that? And I told him. And he he walked off and said, victory in Jesus. And I looked at this guy, you know. <laughs> And <laughs> how how God could use a sinner that he, wherever he heard that song at, I don't know, but you know, he walked away saying victory in Jesus. and that's a testimony, man. So I, I would tell you, you to, to go get some change together and sow a seed somewhere, you know, and let God break that curse. Hallelujah. Anybody agree with that? Amen. Chris, what, what what do you got to say about that, you or Sean or Christian, uh, anyone?
5: You know, I How believe the, 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 Bible, the Bible says where your treasure is, your heart is. So, you know, sometimes you just have to believe God for things and you've got to fill your way out of it. I know for my wife and I, there was times when you know, we, we would get down to our last Ten dollars, literally, and the, uh, you know, our uh, last few dollars, and the Lord would tell us to give it in some situation. And literally, that day, or the next day, or a few days later, some financial miracle, or some bill got <laughs> paid, or you know, Not something familiar. happened that carried us through our whole next season in life. And I believe it was directly related to our obedience and our giving, you know, in whatever churches we belonged to or whatever ministries we supported or whatever people or families or whatever the Lord told us to do, we would obey in whatever it was. Sometimes it wasn't always financial. It wasn't always money. Sometimes it was our time or it was our trade or our labor. And so you give what you have. You know, it's not always money. Sometimes the Lord may tell you to give your time or to just give your prayer or just, you know, give, you know, to go and to minister or to just give of yourself, um, even in the business or whatever you do, and just to bless somebody. And, you know, and what it is, it's not about the, the giving necessarily or the amount or whatever it is, but it's saying, God, I trust you. In my finances I trust you with the, the skills And the abilities And the and the giftings that you've given me Or the trade Or the business that you've put me in I trust you, God It could
2: be You so, know, as Minister Grock It could be him going to a nursing home
5: That's right So, you know, if you can just trust God in whatever it is, your finances, your your business, your ministry, your relationships your with your spouse, with your children, it's just saying, God, I trust you with everything, where well, your treasure is, your heart is, you know. And I just encourage, if you're going through financial crisis, you know, sow your way out of it. But be obedient to God. Don't just give previously. Don't just give out of pressure or guilt or, you know, but give as the Holy Spirit directs you. Give where you're fed. Give where you're blessed. Give where you're built up, you know, and the Holy Spirit will tell you where that is. That's my encouragement.
1: You know when the blind, when the blind, I mean when um, Peter was walking, was walking and um, there was the, uh, the, I guess it was a lame man who um, needed healing, or he wanted gold and money and he was crippled or whatever, and
3: you know he wanted
1: money, but Peter said to him, you know silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, um, get up and walk, and the guy was healed. And, you know, everything we have belongs to the Lord. Nothing is ours. Um, our lives, everything belongs to him. I mean, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So we give out of the abundance of our heart because the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And so whatever you have to give, you give it because it's his. Amen.
2: Hey man, um, well, I bought that up because me and Chris today were talking and if there's ever a man of faith that that I know that really does sow and sows blind, um, Chris has always sown, and God's always put put him to the test, and somehow God miraculously—and I know He does it in my wife, and our in our lives. You know, um, you can't look at your circumstances. Um, whether it's getting up tomorrow and going out and serving some time and praying for the people at the nursing home, or, or um, you know, pulling over at the corner and getting out and going and hugging someone that hadn't had a bath in a week because they're homeless, um, showing some love more than anything. Um, you know, there's all, there, there's all kinds of beliefs of sowing, uh, whether it's financially or time, whether it's cooking, if you know anyone in your neighborhood, there's older people, you know, and you, you, you know, you go make them a banana nut cake or whatever gift that you yeah. have, you know, um, then just do some, sow some seed.
6: It's about doing it from it. your so heart.
2: Hallelujah, we got 60 seconds left, I see Yeah, God bless everybody, Chris,
5: go ahead Hey, you know, I just think we need to go out in prayer So let's just seek a blessing over everybody listening tonight Father, we just thank you, Jesus, for everything you're doing, Lord We just ask, Father God, that you would just cover every man, every woman, every child listening tonight, Father that you would touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Provide daily bread for them, Lord. Lead them and guide them, Father. Give them eyes to see. Give them ears to hear your voice. And, Father, we just give you all the glory and the honor and praise that this year, Father, we're going to see great and mighty things. In Jesus' name, amen.
6: Amen. 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 amen.
2: God bless to everybody.
6: Okay. Uh,
5: God bless you.